The holidays are a magical time of year. Christmas trees and sparkly lights, meet and greets with Santa, hot cocoa and coquito, sugar cookies and Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas on repeat are some of the things that make this time of year so special. New York City is already a popular travel destination and the center of many Hallmark movies and classics like Home Alone 2. But during the holiday season, millions of people flock to New York in December and early January specifically to celebrate the holidays. As a New Yorker born and raised, we take the holidays seriously here. So if you're planning a trip to New York City during the holidays, in this episode, I'm sharing Christmas things to do in New York City with a baby. A nine-month-old to be exact. No babysitter for the day. It's just you and your baby exploring all of the fun holiday-themed things to do in the Big Apple. This New York City travel guide intentionally focuses on Midtown Manhattan. So avoid inconveniences like the subway and Uber. That means bundle up your mini-me nice and warm because you'll be walking quite a bit. Find baby hat, scarf, and glove recommendations in the show notes over at thoughtcard.com. Also, stay until the end for a detailed cost breakdown of how much a day in New York City costs. Speaking of New York City, I'm speaking at Women's Travel Fest, all about launching an attention-grabbing travel podcast. Leave this workshop with a simple text setup, a list of episodes you're excited to produce, and a marketing plan that boosts discoverability from day one. You can purchase tickets to Women's Travel Fest, which you can find the link in the description of this episode, and plan a fun weekend in New York City in March 2023. Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. All right. So first up is the Winter Village at Bryant Park. Visit this European-inspired open-air market daily until 8 p.m. for shopping, delicious food, and treats. At the holiday shops, find candles, lanterns, Vermont maple syrup, hot sauces, jewelry, ornaments, pottery, art, clothing, and so much more. The big reason why Bryant Park was on our list of things to do in New York City during the holidays was because of all of the food options. Whether you're looking for something small to munch on or an actual meal, there's something for everyone here like donuts and crepes and sandwiches and waffles and fried pickles, empanadas, s'mores and more. I personally love the variety of cultural foods that reflect New York City's diversity. I recommend stopping at Casa Toscana for their Nutella donuts and hot cocoa. Those donuts covered in powdered sugar melt in your mouth. They are so delicious. But as expected, Bryant Park is very popular and crowded. So exercise patience navigating with a stroller. Also, not all of the entrances and exits are accessible with the stroller. So just be mindful of that when you're entering and exiting the park. Next on the list is strolling Fifth Avenue. While Fifth Avenue has a lot of shopping options and some stores have Christmas window displays, it may be too crowded for comfort. So I recommend walking on 6th Avenue instead, which may be less populated. 
When traveling with a baby, the name of the game is safety and ease, right? So Fifth Avenue was too chaotic and overwhelming for us, especially as we walked closer to Rockefeller Center. And because since there were only like a few holiday window displays anyway, we'd skip Fifth Avenue altogether. But, you know, if you want to see the festive window displays, check out the light show at Saks Fifth Avenue right across the street from the next stop, the Rockefeller Center. Visiting the Rockefeller Center is a quintessential New York holiday experience. Time for a bit of history. Workers at Rockefeller Center pulled their money together to buy a Christmas tree in 1931. The men decorated the 20-foot tree with handmade and homemade garlands. Rockefeller Center made the Christmas tree an annual tradition and held the very first tree lighting ceremony in 1933. They added ice skating in 1936 and admission was 99 cents and 49 cents to rent skates. By 1951, NBC televised the lighting of the tree for the first time. Now, the 2022 Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center stands 82 feet tall. There are more than 50,000 multicolored LED lights on the tree, and the star at the tippy top weighs approximately 900 pounds. I've personally seen the tree many times, and it's truly a sight to see. But Rockefeller Center in the evening was really crowded. So if you don't mind taking a selfie from far from the tree, that's probably going to be your best bet. I recommend avoiding the evening crowds by visiting the tree in the morning or early afternoon. The tree is lit daily from 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. On Christmas Day, the tree is lit for 24 hours, and on New Year's Eve, it is lit from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. While you're here, make your way up to the top of the rock, an indoor and outdoor observation deck set 70 floors above the Rockefeller Center for 360-degree views of New York City. While we chose not to get up close and personal with the Rockefeller Christmas tree this year, we found a lesser known one not too far away, which I think you all should know about. Lotte Palace's Christmas tree is nowhere near as big as the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, but you know what? It is still grand. It is beautifully decorated, and since the courtyard is less crowded, you can snap as many holiday pictures as you want with your little one. The courtyard is also studded with giant presents and ornaments and nutcrackers. If you want to see adorable photos of baby K grinning with one tooth from ear to ear, visit thoughtcard.com. Now, by this time, baby K was looking a little cold. So we decided to go inside the luxury hotel to warm him up and also plan our next stop. Fun fact, across from the historical St. Patrick's Cathedral, this 55-story iconic hotel is a Gossip Girl filming location. So next up, we headed to Radio City Music Hall, where you'll find oversized candy canes and bright red ornaments. This is also where you can experience the Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Raw Cats. Heading to 8th Avenue, stroll through Times Square, where in a few weeks, millions of people will watch the ball drop worldwide. Visit the M&M store, Disney, or the Hershey store. The last stop on our itinerary is Grand Central Terminal Holiday Fair, the city's longest-running indoor Christmas fair that features artisan goods like holiday keepsakes, home decor, and self-care products. Across the fair on the other side of Vanderbilt Hall, you can grab a glass of wine at City Winery. 
We grabbed a quick bite to eat at the lower level dining concourse before our train ride home. So how much did this day in New York City cost? Well, two round trip train tickets to New York City cost $59 on the Metro North. Parking at the train, $20. I purchased a North Face winter hat for $40.55. Two small hot cocos and donuts at Bryant Park, $25. And sandwiches and drinks at Grand Central Terminal cost an additional $20. So in total, we spent $164.54 for our afternoon in New York City. So regardless if you're planning a New York City family vacation or a day trip like us, I really hope you enjoy this episode and you're ready to create fabulous memories with your loved ones. Before I let you go, I want to hear from you. What are your favorite things to do in New York City during Christmas? Please share your recommendations by heading over to thoughtcard.com and leaving a comment with your thoughts. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Until next time.